and welcome to Comedians. I'm Brian Costello. I'm Jim DeSanto. I'm Katie, and tonight, oh, I should I be doing the introduction? I don't know. I feel like maybe I'm the guest tonight. Yeah. Like, Erin has, like, she has solidified her place as... She replaced you in the conversation. I've been replaced. I feel like Erin should, we should start again. And Aaron uh, should go before me. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> Are you sure? I think we're fine. <laughs> okay. okay. Like it. Feels so weird. The Halloween takeover continues. Yeah. Yep. Wacky. Yeah. It's like wacky commagers. Aaron's here for the third week in a row. Freaky okay. Fridays. We are on yeah. a string of what can only be described as brutal films to watch. Mm. Urban yeah. fueled viewing. <laughs> really? Here's the thing. Like, we've all made mistakes, right? You know, you get in a relationship you shouldn't be in. You mm. drink an entire bottle of blue mad dog mm-hmm. at a party. Mm. You pick three awful movies when you were supposed to do scary movies yeah. and none of them are scary. Uh, I mean, you just sometimes, well, you know, things. Happen these are my favorite kind of horror movies. <laughs> we did. We did. The have... horror doesn't come from what's in the script. It's what's yes. on the screen. Yes. But I, not like, the way I like, I like that better. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. we did have, some scary movies, right? But we bumped them for mm. <laughs> other movies. And we thought Nightmare on Elm Street was going to be scary. That's yes. true. That's true. So, that's, you, you see, know, that's... to be fair. And then we also had to remove a week for, for Keenan's way. So uh, mm-hmm. next next year, we'll have some genuinely scary movies because there's know, a lot scary a about today's movie, but not the way it was intended. Yeah. As mm-hmm. we're going to talk about the 1993 Disney film, Hocus Pocus. But first, as always, we ask the most pressing question of every episode. Jim might be drinking straight out of the bottle tonight. Just a guess here. What are we drinking this episode? It is a very strong and very tall old fashioned. That is wow, quite that tall. Is, that might be the well, yours. Be, yours has almost wow. as much. I, know, I have a wider glass. The, I have a wider mouth. Be the most full glass I've ever seen yeah, you have compare. on the show. I, um, it's in my Shut Jedi. Up. My Jedi. Yeah, my Ooh, tumbler. Nice. Is nice. Yeah. Great. Uh, Katie's got the same. Jim mixed cocktails tonight. So the the potion has been made by James. It's delicious. Mm -hmm. Fabulous. Erin? I am drinking uh, another wine spritzer, but this is a different one. This is a peach wine blend. Ooh. Movo? Movo? I don't know. It's good. Looks cute. Very excited. And it's in a fun summery can. It's a cow's. It is. It's a moo point. It's a cow's drink. Yeah, mm. I love it. Uh, not excited about this movie, moved. but I'm excited by Aaron's drink, Jim and Katie's drink, and my drink because they've just oh. brewed a new batch of Twine Cutter, my Ooh. favorite beer. I feel it like the pitchfork is very that's yeah, on point. Well, that is very, and and they on actually point. had you know they had stopped brewing it for a while because they are uh, becoming very popular and they needed oh. uh, to brew some of their other top sellers. But right. I went right down today, even though power was out everywhere in town to. Be one of the first to purchase this batch as soon as priorities for, for priorities those, for those that are watching this on Facebook. There's a little treat. If you notice Brian right over his shoulder, you, oh, basically sitting on top of Craig Kilborn's head, you'll see <gasps> the Holy Grail from mm. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Yes, which Brian stole. Not oh, from, yeah, now I see it. Not I'm from like, a temple, but from Keenan's wedding. <laughs> It's kind of exciting. Go ahead. I did not steal it because I asked him. No, he's being silly. Yeah. Keenan said, you can absolutely take it, but please do not drink out of it because that is just gold spray paint. Yes, we would. (laughs) Not food grade. And I did not. That is not a food grade lacquer. It is exciting. This is the first time that we are recording after we have seen each other in person. Yeah. All four of us in person for the first time since before the pandemic. Yeah. Am I right? Well, the three of us did that last week. You, you, no, I know. You I said the uh, four of us. Because I, uh, I was really rubbing it in, that. Katie. I know. Uh, it's fine. I actually yep. wish I, I actually wish I had poured, poured a beverage into that lacquered cup as I was watching this film. I yeah. think it would have made some more sense than what was going on. You would look uh, like one of the boys from... Uh, listen. <laughs> yeah. this was Fury fun. Road. Mad Max Fury <laughs> no, Road. That's good. All right. That is very, that's very true, Jim. That's fabulous. All right. Um, time for the rundown. All right, let's Katie, do it. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, uh-oh. Hold on. <gasps> Where'd you find it? What? I stumbled upon it. Oh, <laughs> good job. We're back. Yes. We're back. It's been, been a while. It's been a long time. I can hear the typing. We're back. 
I'm excited. Wow. Uh, listen, 300 years ago, the Sanderson sisters were just a little coven trying to gain youthful immortality by draining the life out of the town's children. But uh, when Salem wasn't going for it, they hung the sisters. Not before the ladies put one more curse their way. That curse has allowed them to return for one crazy Halloween with half-dead lovers, raving parents, very virgin teenagers, and a cat boy named Binks. Sounds like a recipe for 90s witchcraft. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. And I, Kathy and uh, Jimmy. Where, where well, do we I know. We where know you're we... excited about that, Katie. We I know. All right, we, we start Kathy with Najemi. the grades. Uh, and let's like Aaron go first. Of course, Aaron, of course. On a scale of A plus through potentially replaced Caddyshack 2 as our lowest grade, uh, what would you give Hocus Pocus? Uh, well, I'm going to make a controversial statement just based on all the setup that we've had so far. And I'm going to give it a higher grade than a no- Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. Um, well, you did give Nightmare on Elm Street a D, so. I did. I did. So you can't get much higher, but, um, or you, you can only go up, I guess I should say. Um, I'm going to give it a C because I think it was. After saying C, I- nothing else matters what you say. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Continue. Um, it uh, it had its moments. I mean, I do enjoy be- getting to hear Bette Midler sing. Yeah, that's always fun. And uh, I just, yeah, I did. I I, I thought it was okay. This I movie think is it was as bad as Nightmare on Elm Street. I was, yeah, I'm still not over. How I still refused to watch Nightmare on Elm Street, so I can't use that You're as a touch point. Anything. Um, but I do have Caddyshack too in my recent watch history. And I thought that this movie was creepy and still enjoyable to watch. So C plus. <laughs> this is the first time I've seen it. I've never, I've never actually seen this. Movie, I don't think so. I've seen it since 1993. Yeah. Okay. I just love that you're using Caddyshack too as your like <laughs> <laughs> jumping off yeah. point, as if that's what we should yeah. measure all cinema against. I, Forget Citizen absolutely. Kane. It's Caddyshack. Yeah. No. Too. No. I mean, listen. Yeah. We're definitely comparing this to like the lower level films. Yeah. I'm gonna go with bad but still fun to watch. Okay, Jim. <laughs> This was the least enjoyable film I've watched for, as part of this podcast. Wow. Like ever? Ever. In, in the whole time? Like worse that than Three Amigos. saying something. Worst, oh, way worse oh, than Three Amigos. I feel like... I feel like your I, viewing of this film was impacted by me being away this week. No, no, no. <laughs> I... There... I'll talk and that more you watched about- Dune the night before. Yes, I did watch. I turned. <laughs> yeah. we were, no, 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 no. That's not true. Proximity. We watched an hour of it in the middle. You put Dune in the I, middle of it, and then you went away. I watched fair. Dune the That's next. Not fair. Now time out. That's there, not fair. there was a moment last night when we were watching the last like forty-five minutes, and I turned to Katie and I was like, "I watched Dune last night." <laughs> <laughs> she just started cracking up laughing. So, I, yeah, I, I, I'm giving this movie. I have to give it an F plus because (laughs) there's like, yeah, it hits all the wrong things for me. And I'll explain why. (laughs) Kathy and Jemmy way worse than rad, way worse than rad. Laura Merrick. I, I, I agree on that. Um, I do. I love rad. Ooh, see, I'm kind of torn because there's nothing good about this movie in my mind at all. Wow. But, I, but I can see why <clears throat> kids in particular liked it. That has like, nothing to do with your grade, dude. It feels creepy <laughs> and inappropriate. <laughs> yes. I mean, but I can, I, I'll like, tell you what it made me think of. I told Katie last okay. night. But no, go ahead. no, but I mean, like, like the parts you wouldn't get, but yeah. I could see why people would be like, oh, when you're like 10, 11, or 12, being like, oh, I, I want to drive a bus and have Sarah um, Jessica Parker sit on my lap. Yeah. Uh, w- w- let's get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. But I'm going to give yourself. it. Uh, we will get there. I think it's. I, it's a C for me. I, that's what Jesus I Christ. <laughs> well, okay. Yes. Let me just start off by let, let it's it's not in the D range. Let I'm sorry. Me, D movies. I agree. Are, let me get let me get 
<laughs> let me get like, the badness yeah. out of Let's the way, and if we can women. enjoy, <laughs> this has not this. This movie this is full of toxic to masculinity. <laughs> the main character is shamed by pretty much everyone in the movie, including his like seven-year-old sister for being a virgin. That's true. Anyway. Have you ever seen, have you guys seen, I don't know if it's a, one, I forget who it was, one of our friends from Scranton. Someone posted on Facebook recently about like nothing like watching Hocus, like a childhood favorite Hocus Pocus with your kid and having to explain what a virgin is because it's mentioned mm -hmm. like 30 It's mentioned times. more than Madonna says it in like a virgin. It's true. And they actually threw her in here for extra points. They yes, did. they did. With, I did. With I like boob cones. And is it bad that I didn't recognize that? And then I was like, oh, wait, yeah, that's Madonna. Oh, I knew immediately. She had the me. little, she had the mic. But it was the red. I don't know. I don't think that so was right. Anyway. My, yeah, okay. my biggest problem with this movie is that it is very clear that the people who made this could give a fuck about who was watching it. They just wanted to cash a check. It is a disgrace, the writing in this movie. The directing in this movie and the cinematography of this movie is all abysmal. The sets are awful. This the sets you, are really. If big. you told me that this movie was, this movie does not even look as good as something like Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. Well, that's a classic. I don't know why you'd oh, compare it to movie. that. You know what it looks movie, better than? What? It looks better than A Nightmare on Elm Street. It's ten years later, Aaron, and it I doesn't look it. better. Uh, wait, it wait, does, wait, no, wait, the cinematography wait, is wait, way better. Wait, wait, number one, they actually filmed in Salem, Massachusetts, and you can well, tell that based on the buildings. No, no but and not the, the sets. No, no, we're, we're, yes, we're, we're, the set I, piece I, is like the cemetery. The yeah, that's not a real cemetery. I was no, fine with the cemetery. Was, there was oh, nothing horrible about the cemetery. The house was. I thought the house was cool. Okay, both houses. That's that's all. That's all subjective, right? The the plot of this film makes no sense and they contradict it over and over again like i just everything is just too much for me in this film like all right can we, it is just enough we, for me uh, no. it's, can we just we are one year idea. away from watching pulp fiction when this comes yeah. out well listen you can't we, we'll compare this to this. pulp fiction. i can compare this to um what i'm saying is that you can compare if you to told me this too. movie was made in 1964 i would have been like okay kind of makes sense this is 1993. The the effects in this movie are embarrassingly bad. And there are moments where I'm like, oh, they're in on the joke. And then there are moments where I'm like, no, they're not. Like that they actually thought this this is working. I mean, the witches fly. Kathy yeah, and Jemmy really rides a vacuum. Though. Yeah, they don't there really is fly. A cat that talks. <laughs> there is okay. there's magic. Brian, wait, wait, Brian, things. do you agree with anything that I said? Because if not, yeah, I'll just be quiet. The, I think the sets are awful. I was actually shocked. The acting is brutal. Well, yeah, we could talk about that in a minute. But it's this, the sets to me, this is the problem where I felt it was so unbalanced because the I almost was wondering as I watched this if, if they were running out of money as the film went on, because I thought it started to get worse and worse as it went on, because at the beginning, I don't know if they stole the footage of Salem from another film or something. They do this like beautiful, like fly in over Salem. And I'm like, did they spend all their money building the outdoor Salem site? So then they had to have a high school production of like uh, Macbeth or something in the graveyard used because the scenes look like, I mean, straight up trash. Yeah, the set I feel design. Like I feel like I watched a different movie than yeah, you guys. It, I, I didn't. Honestly did you, know what did you watch it about. in high def? Because normally, you did, you were normally I'm honest. Listen, I thought Beetlejuice, like, you know, I was disappointed by elements of that that I thought were cooler when I saw it. I was disappointed, to say the least, by Nightmare on Elm Street. This, I just, I mean, it, was it cheesy? Absolutely. But I did, like, you guys are, I, I just don't, I, I don't know. I didn't see it being like, as terrible as you're making it sound. Well, no, so like compare it to something premise. like Goonies. Like, like let's let's oh, just it's take not close to Goonies. Right, exactly. but let's take it. Let's take it because I feel like people talk about this movie with the love that some people talk about Goonies. Comes out around the same time, right? It is no, aimed. Goonies at, had to be earlier, right? Well, oh, Goonies even better, was like eighty-five. Well, this is yeah, yeah. You're 86? right. I was thinking you're just, right. I, the Goonies yeah. look so much better. Yeah, than this like movie does. That, see, that's the thing. Like, this looks like a made-for-TV movie. 
which it almost was, by the way. Like it That's looks like what you would have seen originally. on like on like the Disney, you know, channel. on the yeah when they did that yes, Saturday night thing. The Disney Channel, absolutely. Not the Disney Channel, like the whatever it was on. But oh, but, ABC. Yeah. You mean like uh, Wonderful World of Disney. <laughs> but they talk about virgins too much to like put it on normal TV, and they, well, they the, could have been, been a PSA. So, besides all of that, the weirdest <laughs> thing. I, I, I'm, I'll be. I'll, I'll get in a better mood if we can. If I can just leave that stuff behind. And let's talk about the weird sexual undertones that yes. permeate this let's entire film. Yes. That yes. are an embarrassment that, to humanity. That are characteristic of kids' movies in the 90s. No, yeah, they are I not. Yes. Name well, another one that's like this. This was this was way worse. We talked about that. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice that is not a kids' movie. Yeah, fair. I this there was so much stuff in this movie. The obsession. What's it? What's it rated? PG? Yes. This is a PG movie. Oh, and is Beetlejuice PG-13? Uh, I think so. But even then, like... But that's not the defining factor the of, thing. like, if it's a kid's movie yeah, or not. It's like, who no. the, no, 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 the target audience that, but is. It, no, but here's my point. Age, people our age, like, love Beetlejuice and love Hocus Pocus, so I feel like... Is Ghostbusters? We were, Ghostbusters was PG, PG but that was back... That was back in the day where PG thirteen was just coming. But this is worse than Beetlejuice. This is worse than previous. It is. This is worse than Ghostbusters. But isn't there a oral sex scene in Ghostbusters? This is worse. What? To me, the the sexual weirdness in this movie is way worse than well than Ghostbusters. There's a few things like this, and Aaron brought it up. Like this, like constant need to have the attachment to like the discussion of virginity, (laughs) like. I would not show my kids this right now because I just who wants to deal with that? I just and it makes no sense like that. They could have written in any plot device, right, where it could have been like a a teen soul or a young soul will light this can. Why they had to do that and then think that it's like constantly going back to like that gag. It's like gag humor, right? Like we're going to just keep playing this up like it's like a, a really Bad stand-up comedian who keeps the same punchline like going. No, you're right. To, like, I blame Gary Marshall for that. I feel like that's a Gary Marshall joke. I don't think so. Yeah, Gary Marshall yeah, just it'll be funny. In this. We'll yeah, it, nothing to do with this. We'll play it that uh, my sister's my wife. We'll play it that way. Yeah, that, That'll be funny. That part was funny. Ha ha. Yeah. Pretty disturbing so, for me. That was what you were most disturbed. I thought that was. I thought that was tongue in cheek funny. Yeah, I thought that was the funniest um, part of the movie, yeah. possibly. I want to. Well, so was he was funny, just a guest he, bit. He had nothing yeah, to do with yeah, making this he movie. He might have been a producer or something, but yeah, not, but not I, that yeah, is he interesting. Didn't have a big title. What's, what's our the, budget for this film? What are we looking at here? Yeah, probably all, too, all, too probably much. Bette Midler and <laughs> and then everybody else. Well, hmm. Sarah Jessica Parker has a, a huge billing on this as well. Like she's the second bill on this. I mean, and don't undersell Kathy Najemi. She was in Sister Act before this movie. Do you want to know though she's the worst part of this movie for me? What what she does with her mouth? Like a- every 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 piece of acting choice she made. 28 million. 28 million. 28 million. Scroll down, scroll down, scroll down. Go? No, no, no. I want to see it. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Uh it made 44 million. Mm-hmm. So I mean it it, it made eight lose. million opening weekend. It was a flop opening weekend. Yeah, no, people did this. This is a yeah, film. it's like a cult classic. Now. Yes. it's yes. not. It was. It wasn't popular at the time. Mm. Um, I, I don't think as much as it became. Well, I think it, something that like actually I thought about a lot was this is. I I, I do get what you guys are saying in terms of like it being sort of build as a kid movie or tween movie, even though being a tween wasn't a thing at the time, but like, it's pretty dark. Like the idea of eating children and just, I don't know. Like, I, but I can get that. Can't you get that from like the, but that's like grim fairy tale, right? Yeah. It's like a life force sucking. It wasn't actually like a gnawing on a bone. But I think there's, there's a difference though, between reading about that and then like seeing it, I I think for, I could say that. You know what I mean? Because like your imagination is one thing versus actually. Then, then who is this for? Because what adult who doesn't have a nostalgic attachment to this movie would want to watch this cold? Like, what's there for an adult? Like, I think it's probably like a teen, like 
I mean, I'm not saying it's a teen movie, but, but I, I think mean, in that ballpark, that like, like older 12, teen, 13, 14, yeah. where you can get some of the um, humor, but not necessarily not all of it. Because all of it. The, the bus driver sequence is one of the creepiest things I've oh, seen. So on weird. Creepy. I, no, mm-hmm. I agree with you. I, I wish they had either aged it up a little bit or down a little bit. Like it's in a weird straddling. In between, yeah, they well, keep like, doing, oh, yeah. So all the humor, like the right, all the humor and the and the visuals are like for eight year olds. Yeah, yeah. And everything else is like just kind of like, hey, maybe the parents will want to watch this too. It's so weird, well, and it's what it's <laughs> become. But what it's become is a little bit weird too, in the sense that so this was not a big box office hit. But it goes on the Disney Channel back in the day. And then it's like one of those movies that sold into syndication, probably very cheaply. Right. That ends up on like Freeform and TBS and TNT and gets run like eight times a day for the entire month of October. And that is what really turned it into this film that people have an attachment to. It wasn't people going to see it in that time period. So it's like, is it just that? You know, people like to watch certain movies like around Christmas time. We get Christmas story. We get National Lampoons, which are both superior movies. But with Halloween, this is like that one that's on all the time. And if you're a kid and it was on cable and you watched it and you got an attachment to it. And that's why people are are drawn to it still. Because, again, I I just I'm shocked at totally what they're trying to do here. I don't understand who it's made for or what they're trying to go for. But there's also not not like super funny and it's not super scary. So it's like what's the pitch? Something I was confused by is I feel like I've always kind of seen it feels like a lot of women like are fans of this movie maybe more so I don't know they're just like the people I see are promoting it seem to be and at first I kind of thought like oh maybe the Sanderson sisters are like kind of empowering you know. or like yeah and yeah. and i didn't get that vibe from them i did think vanessa shaw's character was like kind of like in terms of her being able to like help at certain points in a way that wasn't like she seemed to kind of have a better sense of what was going on than he did at, at oh, times way better she was way more interesting character so, than him. It i would have rather her been the bigger part well, she wasn't she a virgin. The- Clearly, they were shaming her for not being a virgin and him for being oh, a virgin yeah. at the same time. Yeah. It was I very clear that, that they were this like, is what she is not a virgin. Shut. She can't. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Sorry. Slippery not slope. her. No. Oh, Vanessa Shaw. She, oh, her? yeah, yeah, yeah. She's fake Bridget Moynihan. She is. No, I know. But she's not yeah. like. Well, it's because yeah. she wasn't a virgin when yeah. she was in this. Yeah. I don't know. The And I get it. There's like, there's a lot of films that you watch as a kid that you like will revisit I, I'm assuming because I don't do that. It's not it's not something that like it I don't have that thing in me that is like nostalgia to the point of like forgetting what what a what a thing is. Um at except least except for what? The Dark Crystal. No, the I don't even have I don't even have it for that. No. Nightmare Bunch. No. He didn't like a nightmare. Mm. Except for a nightmare on Elm Street. No, I told I, you were on the episode no, last week. No, no, I, no. I mean until we rewatched it, you yeah. still kind of had that nostalgia. Yeah, because it had been so long since he'd seen it though. Yeah. He's not watching yeah. it every right. year being like, wow. Right. I just can't imagine being like, wow, I, I can't wait for my of, kids to see this. You know, like I don't no. think a lot of no, these no. movies are the ones you watch. Like you mentioned Christmas movies that people will watch every year and they do hold up. Whereas I feel like some of like Beetlejuice, I remember loving when I was younger and I didn't like it when we rewatched it. And, um, you know, I mean, that happens and, and certain things you kind of like wonder whether they'll hold up or not, but. I think this has to be one of those movies that people rewatch and think this is batshit crazy. Right. Like this is like, but it's not to me, have a cocktail and watch this and laugh at how bad really it is. Though? To me, it doesn't even hit it, the bad kids, enough. So that's what oh, I, I think it's fun. See, I like, think it's funny. Bad. No, see, I think funny bad is when like when the filmmakers are have such a clear vision and the, their vision just is not great. Right. Mm-hmm. Like they're taking huge swings and it's weird. Like like um, Buckaroo Bonsai. Like Buckaroo Banzai is a batshit insane movie. 
it's so much more fun to watch than this because this is just mediocre drivel. The, the storyline in this makes no sense. Halfway through, they first off, can we just start with them at Salem hanging witches instead of burning them? Mm-hmm. Like right off the bat, I'm like, this. What are they doing? Yeah. <laughs> well, then they did hang. Yeah. They did hang some of them. Though. Okay. That's not the story that the population. Oh, true. Does. Okay. Okay. Then. You burn them halfway through the movie, and they just come back to life for well. For they learned reason. that these particular witches need to be hung, but the new generation doesn't know that. They thought they could burn them. Is that true? Well, I don't know, but that's the oh, story so that they tell in this movie. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. They never say that. Well, so there uh, to me, there's an inference that like they know they have to hang Holy the witches. Shit. In Salem, that is an inference. In the 1600s, like clearly, that's like. I don't know. There's like they know what's happening, right? Like when they see the smoke, they're like, "Oh, they're doing their thing." They go to get the witches because they got the kid. Like no, there's no, like a what knowledge. Point, what of, point is that the hanging needs to happen well, rather than the burning? Because I I just assume that because it doesn't seem like there's a question of like how do we kill the witches? Like it's just like we hang the witches. Like the, you hang the witches and the witches but, will die. But to your okay. I, I we I gotta the, move on from that because that'll take two days to unpack. No, 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 no. I because you to me there's an assumption that like these are not the first witches. There have been other witches, and so we have learned how no, to kill the witches. I didn't no, no, no. There's a lot of assuming going on. I, I um, but so like my main problem with the plot is like after they come back to life. There's like a whole section of this movie for like 45 minutes in the middle where there's no plot. They're just wandering around. The kids having known that they brought these witches back to life. And there's like there no... There is a plot. They're, yeah, they're trying you're to get, just they're being, trying to get you're, the kids. And yes. There's the a right? clear he conflict established. He has 100%. Right, right, right. That and is true. That is true. The they're not just they wandering The book friends. is the best part of this movie, by the way. Okay, it kind of looks cool. We ignored your criticism. You just I said you're shit. right. All right, all right. Can we talk about the cat, though? Because uh, well, something that confused thanks. me was he guards their house, but that, that but the house had been a museum, so like no one was allowed in the house. But someone right? changed it into a museum at some point. But then, it, yeah. But then What's her name? Parents, then, right? Wasn't it? So I thought it was just Vanessa that he Shaw's was sort parents? of like on the lookout that like no one would do the light thing. the candle, right? Like he was making on sure they could Halloween. never come back. No, but then at right. the end he's like, "Thank you for lighting right? the candle." Well, yes, but I thought that that was a change yeah, that were yeah. like because he thought he the worst thing that could happen. Was for them to come back. Good, because over the yes. course of 300 years, he still spoke like he was from colonial America. Well, yes, because, I mean, he's not talking <laughs> to many humans. It was, a, it was a different voice nice. for the cat than it was the actor. Just That's enjoy it. That's from uh, NCIS. Lord. The guy from NCIS, I didn't realize he had been that in ca- that, this, this Ira, I love the cat. Yeah, the Ira, cat was fine. Ira is sticking up for the cat. I, I wish things. the cat had more to do. Yes. I think The endearing moments with Thora Birch and that cat in bed. It was very sweet. Yeah. No, but that's no, I that mean. was so that's... creepy. By the way, can I explain to you the darkness of the void that that was? That she's holding this cat. I I had a moment where I was like, that's one of the darkest things I've ever heard in a movie, and they, and no one realized how dark it was. I'm gonna love you, and then yes. my children, yeah. and, then, and, then and then their yeah. children, and then forever and ever, and everyone you know, Binks will die. You will lose everyone that love that you love for eternity, over and over. Over and over again. She and now I'm focus gonna, on that part. I'm going to fall asleep and you're going to purr and we're all going to be happy. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sitting in the couch like, that's the darkest thing I've heard in a long time. Listen, well, kids say some know. dark shit. That felt real to no, me. No, but they played. That, was, th- that was not played for darkness. That was played for like, how well, cute is this? He's going to love this yeah, family well, and then love no, the next family. This is no, no, what's no. interesting. You were supposed to, to get that that was fucked. That was no, weird. I don't think yes. so. This, Definitely I not. think this movie is better if Thora Birch's character, not the brother, mm-hmm. is yeah. the one. Like a he was a wet napkin, that actor. Lighting the, lighting the candle, like the cat thing. This is the stuff yes. I also, get. Also, I like, didn't believe that I love agree. interest. I agree. Me- mediocre yeah. white dude there. This like, reminded yeah. me of a play <laughs> that I went to see the other day where the 15-year-old girl playing Anna fell in love with an 11-year-old Hans. Replaced by a 12-year-old Kristoff. It was so cringy. This felt like Wait, what do they call her boobs? 
In this movie, Yabas? Does she call her Yabas or something? He really oh likes God. your Yabas. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, she you know, was, I mean, Thor Birch was great. Uh, yeah, she amazing. Was She's, what happened she was a highlight. Here, yeah. Unfortunately, in the in the key lead role was uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was supposed to take it. And then he made a really poor decision and chose to go do what's eating Gilbert Grape. Yeah. What would have happened? I don't know. Yeah. What would have happened know. for Leo? I don't, I, don't, I don't know how he could have been. In what really world? Choice. Leo really would have been in Hocus Pocus. Yeah. And then but, we would have never. Binks, you jump, like, I jump. But this is the point. He's a secondary character. Make him the secondary character. Have Thor Birch be the lead. You dump all the weird virginity mm-hmm. stuff. You get rid of Sarah Jessica Parker's character, who is the horniest character in film she's history. She's my favorite part of this movie. She is like <laughs> yeah, straight think, out of. She's I, very I, clearly I, defined. She looks better in this than she's ever defined. looked in any I'm movie not ever. She doesn't look good. I'm just saying that she, by the way, is we finally found she someone. She should go goth more often. More bizarre cleavage than Jennifer Connelly in The Rocketeer. There are oh yeah, more there's a scene where she's like playing. Li- yeah, on the broom. Man, her yabas look good. Yeah, yeah, she's hot in this. I felt a it little is, single. It is weird. It is weird <laughs> choice for this film. Very yeah. weird. Yeah, it is weird so choices. weird that like they're like let's have Bette Midler and make her look <laughs> god awful. They make her look like the Queen of Hearts. Let's give yeah, Kathy Najemi yeah. Bell's palsy. <laughs> Yeah, and Sarah Jessica Parker, you dress up like you're like you and Matthew are gonna have a good night. That just took me right out. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, by the way, yeah, Ira is saying in the chat that she seems like she's tripping in this, which is hilarious. Yes, I love just like, and, and this is something that they clearly told them because they were like, "Bet here's the script, Kathy and Sarah." You just react to Bet, okay? Do, and Kathy Najemi fucking falls on her face. No. She is terrible. No. Her reaction to Bet Midler Stop. is like just repeating what she says over. It's not funny. Yeah, but it's weak. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker's like, like just looking kids. around the room, like, yeah, but she, but she's yes. It's she, a, I mean, she plays a, a stupid sidekick, but it's clear yeah. that Sarah Sarah Jessica Parker was way better at it. Like it's just to me. I just feel like you it, just don't funny. like Kathy and Jemmy, and I'm taking it Is very it personally. I know it's, it's not really. I, it's I, making I, I me feel bad. Things. No, Brian, I think come she's on. really weak. I think she's really weak in this, and she's amazing in Sister Act. Yeah, like I just think the cast, some of the casting choices were odd. I also find it weird. Like, here's another pet peeve. You have Bette Midler in this movie and all these people, and you have one musical number. Yeah, this is like a weird. movie that screams. Yeah, it should be a musical. Like, musical. Did they make no, this into so a musical? Look it up. Pied, no. Pied, 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 I know. This would be a great. great. We need, we need to make this into a musical. Kenny Ortega is the director. Gosh. Isn't he the guy who does high school musical? He goes oh, on to do all of these Oh, this would be amazing. Yeah. And it's just, again, oh, let's like make this it happen. Kids would have choice. so much fun with this. Get well, there's a the second one coming movie. out, right? Yes. They're That's filming fantastic. it now. Yeah, hopefully it's a should lot I better. Go, should I go try to be an Brian, extra? I got a little, little trivia for you. Do you know who played? <laughs> That's a song right there. Who played Billy? We've seen uh, him before yes. he is in a the few crazy, movies. Crazy sex uh, sea monster from that weird movie <gasps> made us watch. With, uh, well, hold on, hold on. Aquaman. What's yeah. no, wait, what's yeah. Yeah. He's Doug also the, he's also in. He's, he's in a ton of stuff. Him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a big time actor. He, I also think he was the red um, the red skull in uh, Endgame. Keep going. I want to see him. All. No, that's somebody all else. of the things. I mean, he's he's the also the water guy in Hellboy. I enjoyed the yes. zombie, I but there was definitely a weirdness with like Thora like caressing Billy. Yes. Oh like, my god! But, but when his character he- was okay, I kind of like that character. She jumped so out right. of the salt. The, the choices to go get his this, head. The choices uh. at the end of the movie are really where, where my anger started going crazy. When the witches decide to fall all over themselves and pretend they're dead. <laughs> because someone shined a light on them that they thought yes. was the sun, rather than like actually feeling if it was killing that them was or the not. Second time that that happened. Yeah, it's it, great. No, it's not great. That's so good. And then <laughs> they could just they could just kill one of the kids <laughs> and eat them right then. 
But no, no Bette Midler's rage about Thora Birch calling her ugly. Yes. Like, that's no her, villain in her, the history of villains. Kryptonite. Uh, it was just not played. Is, you, it was you, so that's weird. Like, she's, it's like the Martha the thing in Batman vs. Like, Superman. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, obviously there's the, the she's, she's like, it's supposed to be a vain character. I mean, she wants to be young this, and beautiful. Forget her sister, right. Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, I true. mean, look, but that's going to do something to you. Can, can I ask that's a serious question, her though? Achilles heel is her appearance, even though she only puts can't her handle the lipstick the situation. She can't dress. figure it out. Does, do, do you feel these muggles and, and their devices? She has to figure out. Here, here's my issue. I feel like where this film really like drops the ball significantly. And and there are lots of films like this where you don't, I don't feel like they utilized the skill sets of any of the people they cast in this movie, other than Sarah Jessica Parker, who was a very different role for her. I don't think this is a great bed Mittler performance that like highlights the things she's great at. I don't think Kathy Najemi is utilized in a way that's at her best. It's like when we talk about like Caddyshack, the original Caddyshack, that was a film that captured like the best qualities of the cast that they picked for that movie. It allowed them to do the things they were best at. And that there's something in this movie, like I just don't feel like it does that. And it just kind of jumps around from like, I can kind of see why some people would like it depending on what point of mood you're in. It's just like, use Bette Mittler, use Kathy Najemi, like, Use them in ways that are fun or interesting and don't make us follow around this really boring teen guy. Like, and he was so worthless. So much of this movie was, it was just, you know what, to me, you know what musical number this movie could have used Jim? I put a spell on you. Oh, that would be a really good one. Yes. That's good. Great answer. That's in the movie. Oh, which doctor? Also, um, what is happening right now? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, because like, I was focused on my answer, which was it's it's a number that Jim knows every word of because of his Monster-ish. childhood history. Otto Titzling. Oh, yeah. Inventor mm. and Crouch. They did yeah. some good work with Otto Titzling in this movie. Yeah. They hoisted those yabas. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, my would God. you buy a Titzling or would you buy a Brazier? Would you buy a Titzling? It's just... Would you buy a to me, To me, it's just... It, it is... It's everything I don't like. Like there, there's so many. There's that very clear. Yeah, it, it, it's it's insulting to the to the audience. I think because it, it it's play it's playing up the ideas of like virginity and like this dumb. Uh, it, it made me think of Brian in uh in um what's the Spinal Tap when they're doing when they're reading the band the reviews and they're like yes. Spinal Tap second album uh this is what was said about it uh they seem to be treading water in a sea of retarded sexuality which is like that's this movie to like a t this is like there there are adults in this movie namely the bus driver which we haven't really talked about yet who just he makes me uncomfortable i'm not sure i want to talk about yeah i mean i don't really uncomfortable like the 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 bus driver thing was more uncomfortable than maybe any film but, other than um, Promising Young Woman. He actually probably should have been in the cast of Promising. But what Young makes Woman. you put that in the movie, right? Like, what yeah, what I, are you what are you trying know. to That's... say? Like, it, to me, it's just insulting on so many levels that they put that in the movie, but they don't put anything to advance the plot in an interesting way or make think... us care about this main main character at all. But do you think maybe I mean again, and I know I'm probably like reaching here, but if there's such a focus on that appearance and like being youthful and being whatever, I think that was supposed to be. I'm not saying they did that, but I think that was supposed to be sort of part of the witches. Well, at least that Midler. I feel like the other two are just kind of like going along with whatever she says. But if like being attractive, again, despite the lipstick in the middle of the lips, um, it's supposed to be her thing then like for him to kind of flirt with the, her and then also think they look like they're believable like halloween costumes maybe that was supposed to be part of the maybe maybe i, don't know. Yeah, I mean i'm, I'm not sitting on his fail, lap, but i though? think that's kind of you yeah. know their that vanity is supposed to be a but, part of that you know it's kind of like her uh, her uh but even that that theme is tragic see i didn't even think it was vanity because like the whole movie is sort of about staying alive and then they kind of like 
shoehorn the vanity thing in there. I don't, so, but uh, from no, the very it, beginning, it's about them getting their their youthful beauty back. Right, right, right. You right. know, when they killed the, the little sister of a. Uh, By the way, she wasn't dead. She just had her head down. I don't know if anyone else noticed that. She was sitting in the chair <laughs> just like this. <laughs> like she's yeah. kind of moving and shit. I thought maybe I, that I it was going to be that she was just like older. Right. I thought she was going to look up and be an old woman. Like grandma. Like Benjamin Button style. Serious question. Are they real sisters adopted? What's going on there because yeah they don't look anything like no they're witch sisters they're not really mortal um so they do avoid the bus driver speaking or sarah jessa parker speaking in any way about um him pitching a tent while she's sitting on his lap so i felt like well at least they dodged that awkward conversation that you'd have to have with your children when you show them hooks. Uh, I mean, I think you're at this point. You're so far into the awkward <laughs> conversations. With I, one it, more. it was when the the little sister started shaming him for being a virgin that I was like, "This has gone too far." Like it just, it, it, yeah. It, did she shame him? Yeah, she turns right to the police officer and she's like, he's a virgin. He's a virgin. Oh, the scene <laughs> with the police officer is weird. Yeah. 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 Police officer. <sighs> like, that was like a gag that we were, they were trying was... to play out. I was like, am I supposed to laugh a lot at this guy? Oh, my God. <sighs> and Jim totally called it at the beginning of the movie. So he hadn't seen this. The scene in the, the English classroom with the teacher where like. Our main character shows up in his tie-dye shirt. Oh my god, I forgot about this. <laughs> I was like, Here's a- fucking hippie. I said, as, as they show him just in his shirt, and then literally the next thing out of the teacher's mouth is like, Mr. California. And I was like, oh my god. This fucking movie's point of view is fucking warped and awful, and I will not hear it any other way going forward. I will not. You if, will not. I will like not. That. I actually thought the lighter should have gotten a SAG credit oh, that he was using. He really no likes playing with fire. Again, this is what be, like his maturity level was so much lower than hers. Like that's what again, it just felt icky. The scene where she falls asleep in his arms. Yeah, I was is, like, uh, no, he is a child. That's why he's a virgin. They were basically, it's, again, you are a woman. And there are tons of movies that do this, and I don't think it's good in any of them, which is they were basically like 13 year old boys are going to get a boner over this, and that's why we're going to put it in the movie. And that's a problem. Yeah, you're right. How about the two uh, antagonists? Bullies? Yes. <laughs> Ice and yeah. uh, what? Ice. In the actual hell with the two of them. But at least he got his shoes back. He did get so. his shoes back. He did get his like, shoes back. He stood up what to is them. That kids, what is that kid's? other actor's My name? God, oh my. they're awful. So they, yeah, they, they to me, they were the from people like oh, Ice and Jay. The worst part. I didn't. Yeah. I did not appreciate them. <laughs> they I were fine though. Like they, like they were fine as bullies. Was, like yeah. yeah. It was a weird choice just to have them there. I thought it was weird to have them standing right outside a person's house trying to beat up kids and take candy. And everyone else is like, fuck it. By the way, we haven't even talked about the fact that the parents fucking rave till five in the morning. And the kids were like, the kids are like, wow, they're really partying. They're having a good time. (laughs) Not like, oh shit, we should go find mom and dad. There's something wrong. They're like the parents. Well, they like, were tired. They had a long night too. Oh my god! So they had to sleep with the. Cat I mean, what and do the parents do? On his chest. Yeah, well, I think their es- their relationship a- escalated kind of quickly. Like you get give a number at English class, and next thing, listen, you know, they in the room. they had like, an experience. They, they had an experience that together. Was an experience. Bonds people. They so summoned like witches. Keanu, Sandra Bullock, Speed. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it was, this was a life or death scenario. It was a near-death experience. Yep. Okay. I'm sorry yeah. I'm hating on this movie so much. Well, I, you're I, a miserable person. I know. Who's I know. up <laughs> for only a small number of things. That's true. I'm up for anything. You were up for just a few things. You're up for anything. <laughs> As previously discussed you, on I our podcast. Wonder, I just wonder if there is like a film of this genre that you would be op- like actually open to or appreciative so, of. I mean, like I, preteen I, I, horror, horror like, like yeah, preteen. Like what, what, how spooky? would you classify this genre? Yeah, Aaron? I think so. 
the, I don't know. The yeah, like I, think I go back Army to like of a Darkness. roadhouse. Oh, okay, Army of Darkness is not, like yes. the movie. Be, yeah, I don't. I think it's supposed to have comedic elements. It's not supposed to be a scary, scary movie. Right. It's supposed to be like a. That's Army of Darkness. That's Gremlins. Yes. That's yes. Army of Darkness. By the way, feel free to go over to Pop Paddle this week. Oh, oh we should probably Army listen to Darkness. that instead of this. One. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Oh, oh it's, it's so like good. The, it's the Next third year. movie of the Evil Dead series. It's okay. really goofy. It's really silly and funny, but it's there is like it, yeah, it's it's a horror ish movie, I, but, but like something like Gremlins. Gremlins is a great a comparable in my mind. It's scarier, but it's I think the same. It's also funnier. Group. It's funnier. It's better acted. It's better written. It's better shot. It's um, more enjoyable. Mm. What other adjectives could I use to describe Gremlins to this film? <laughs> um, again, I do get in, in a weird way. I do get why people are drawn to this movie which makes it really weird, like conceptually to me, why they couldn't have just cleaned it up a little bit. And I think you come up with a, like a significantly better movie like this you know movie I, should I, be for people like parents who are willing to watch movies with 10, 11 or 12 year olds, a Disney movie. Like we have the talking cat. We have the little girl. You want to have the goofy teens in it. That's fine. You get Bed Midler. Makes sense. Like all those simple choices that would be made like aren't being made in this movie. Like, I like the zombie. I don't think he's bad. The bullies for a Disney tween movie, fine, all that stuff. But why not make it about the one really good actor, Thora Birch? You just have the sub team teen love plot on the side and you let Ben Midler sing some songs. That's what we want to see. I am but not I disagreeing think... that it could have been better. I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I will not disagree with Same. that. Yeah, it's a C. But I but I don't I don't think that. It is, I mean, and again, like your opinion is your opinion, but I think there's a certain, this has a certain, um, I'm trying to think of some of the other movies Ghostbusters. with like a similar, no, yeah, but Ghostbusters time, like, is more adult. I think than I'm this, thinking about really, like, maybe like, it. I'm not comparing it to mighty ducks, but like that idea of like, where there's some adult humor, there's like those kind Fair of like point. silly, you know, yeah. trope sort of things. And I think that, um, if you think about it in that realm, it's it's like, yeah, I, again, it it disappoint. I wanted it to be better, but I don't think it was Monster like, Squad, which oh, I liked Monster Squad. I don't squad, remember actually. it. I remember seeing it, but I don't yeah. remember. Oh, you know what would be another one would be something like The Lost Boys. Or, That's a little older, though, I think. Too. But the and main characters are the same age as this kid. I know, but right, they, it's very they darker. Up, though. Right. Listen, you know, remember my favorite scene in Mighty Ducks when they shame Charlie for not scoring a goal because he's a virgin? <laughs> really? I was like, virgin missed the goal my again. God, do they have a quiet place on there for sh movies to watch with or, your children? Yeah, or like, no, um, pre-teens. That actually made me think about Sandlot, too. I mean, which is obviously a much better movie, but like they have a lot of humor that I definitely did not notice when I watched oh, yeah, it totally. when it came out. You yeah, see, right. It is but so interesting like, watching these movies as adults. But I feel like yeah. sometimes this you can get away with different than that, it. though. Like, oh, this yeah, is totally. Birds. Like the the Beetlejuice thing, I think is is your younger. Like the creepiness of it is is it's subtle enough with parts of it that you can get away with it. Where it's like just how you write it, like the constant use of the idea of virginity or the constant, yeah no, I mean like, that was or the Sarah gonna... Jessica Parker thing. Like I, it just takes it that two or three beats further than you need it all. Like who is that? Jim's right. Like, is this playing the 13 year old guys who are like, Oh, just look how hot she is. Like, because it's, it's funny, but you could be, they could still made it funny without scenes like the bus driver and stuff like that. They could have had that character. Yeah, I totally agree. I feel like it could have been so much better if it had a clear audience and a clear uh perspective i think <laughs> like it's really hard to do wanted to tell <laughs> yeah. yeah i think it's just really hard to do what they were trying to do yeah which is like it's a disney it's a disney like this this type of film is why lots of elitists hate disney which is they keep trying to do four quadrant movies that that like in, that will appeal to everybody Right. And in in essence, you've appealed to either no one 
or you've gotten to a place where it's so bad that people think it's like funny to watch. Do you know and what's fascinating real- though is where this sequel goes? Cause that will tell you a lot of what mm. Disney and people think they perceive people view this movie as. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm actually very intrigued with this sequel to see like what aspects of it they like play up. Like, are there more songs in it? Does it skew yes. more towards, you know, younger? Do you know what I mean? Do they remove well, a lot of these here's creepy the thing. plots? Yes, the virgin all, shaming I mean, will not exist. I, I guarantee 100%. you. <laughs> but when you were talking about the plot, I think that there is a really interesting story here because so much of the story of Salem is obviously that like there were no real witches, right? right. That these were just women and right. all of the things that happened. Um, and so, you know, this idea of like, well, what if there were a few witches? And then like, what if they could come back? And it's part of the lore that folks just kind of like joke about. Like, I, I think that there is a story there that is interesting and I it agree. could be done well. Do you because know this, the, this notion of them coming back into the, to, particularly yeah, at the party, that was a really interesting piece. That scene was actually shot. Right. Okay, because the, the, the idea scenes, of like, there's a the teenager saying like, these people are real and all of the adults being like, that's really funny. You're really funny. This reminded was great. me of an X-Files episode when they did the goofy ones, but they didn't put Mulder and Scully in it. And you're just kind of like, what's going on here? This is not happening right now. I, 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 I will watch the sequel when it comes yeah. out because I'm just so I'm intrigued. I'm so intrigued where they go um, with it. Available, mm-hmm. available on Disney Plus. All right. Other things that are coming up in comedy horrors. There's nothing that I want to see. Yes, Jennifer's see. Body. Well, Brian's going to talk about that last night. Perfect. Just How saw, was it? Just watched it. I will tell you in a minute. Oh, great. Oh, I've seen that. Also, yeah. what we do in the shadows, what they do in the shadows, what we do. Yeah, that's not really, again, they're, they're, yeah, it's that's like more adult little... horror. It's like not even horror, but mm. it's it's adult comedy. Also, Rocky Horror. I've never seen it. Really? Seen I Rocky have two horror? experts on the show that I feel like we should we should invite on. And, yeah, and that's not going to happen. I can only imagine what that's going to be. Um, all right. King of the Hill, bottom of the barrel. Is this film better than Aliens? Is it worse than Caddyshack? I'm going to let the I think the two of you should begin. So certainly, I think we'll all agree this is never going to be a best of. The question is, how bad is it? And and for me, it's like Caddyshack, the rookie, and this are all like right in line with each other. Mm. I said Caddyshack just to let Brian have a win there. Yeah. Well, I wasn't gonna. I, I don't think but, this is bad. As bad as Caddyshack, I do. I, I, I had a much well, a more awful yeah. time watch. I well, enjoyed my, Caddyshack. More awful time watch. I, so, like, when it gets down <laughs> to the fact that, like, I cannot speak for in the positive about the pieces of the filmmaking, other than that musical scene, I I enjoyed Caddyshack more. I feel like oh. we should have pushed through on the first night of watching this movie yeah. and I should yeah. have done a lot more touching you during watching Hocus Pocus and then oh, you oh, right. felt we are live on Facebook right now. We are not on our couch. I am not a I am not a not on our couch. I am dude. You set this up for failure. I am not a bus driver in Salem. I'm gonna be like you shouldn't have had to do that. I could have made you like this movie more. Never said words. Oh. I'm not even going to touch. What? When did you said. refill that drink? That. Jesus oh Christ. My Lord. All right, let's move on. This is, I don't ever want right. to. Have you missed All right, me? Five questions. Why so serious? Wrinkles the clown. Why? All right. Werewolves five. Within is supposed to be hilarious, by the way. I've heard that is good, actually. Uh, all right. Five questions. Here we go. Aaron is answering. Of course, the amazing Bette Midler is in this movie. And you can't be someone around our age without remembering Bette Midler in Beaches. Aaron, are you thumbs up or thumbs down on Beaches? Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Even Brian, Jim, can, who was force-fed can, that can I, soundtrack, is thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, can I, can I, can I actually I come clean? I have seen it 
in a long time, but I, I feel do, like it will hold up better than up. Hocus Pocus. Yeah. I actually remember watching the movie as whatever a teenager, right? When, when I, I'm trying to remember when Beaches came out. My mom and my sister were obsessed with Beaches and the soundtrack to the point where they went through like three tapes, like literally burned <laughs> it up. I oh my gosh. remember me and my dad driving somewhere getting in the car, starting the car, and the Beaches tape was already in, and it started playing, and I swear to God, he ejected it. I grabbed it and threw it out the window. <laughs> like a that, scene out of a movie. That might have that that might be a, like a fever Ooh. fantasy dream that I had, but I'm going to pretend that it really did happen. Um, That's why they had to but get the other tape. I remember actually paying attention to the movie I and, think it's a good movie. Yeah, from what and I really thinking that it was good st visual storytelling, unlike Hocus Pocus. Oh, <laughs> man. All right, question two. Here we go. Uh, I don't like this show at all, but we used to watch it all together at times. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, of course, best known for Carrie Bradshaw in Sex in the City. Aaron, which man should Carrie have ended up with on <laughs> Sex in the City? Mr. Big or Aiden? Um, Mr. Big, because she didn't deserve Aiden. Yes. He was too good of a guy. <laughs> That's the right answer. Yeah. That's the right answer. No one. Yeah. Yep. No one. No Depends on whether you answer. think she was deserving of good people yeah. or not. No, well, she got, you're right. She got who she, she deserved. She got who she yeah. deserved. That's exactly well, right. Don't worry. The reboot good is answer. coming back good on HBO Max, and Aiden is apparently in an episode. Love you know, they Aiden. keep bringing him back, and I do love Aiden, but mm -hmm. I just don't know why he's just still, needs a better person. I mean, that. The boy, he just needs to He's move basically on. the grown up fucking version of the kid in this movie. He's a fucking wet napkin. <laughs> oh, God, Jim. No, he makes no juice. So oh, that's true. Hard. That's true. He does make his own furniture. <laughs> I was more so thinking hard. about him as being like, not him. I'm more thinking about the actor because he ends up being like, you know, big fat Greek wedding, right? Oh, Isn't that yeah. him? Yeah, yeah he's, he's just like, he's doing what he loves to do. He's like a comfy sweater of a man. Fine. <laughs> All I right. bet you he's having the time of his life. Well, we'll see. We'll call yeah. him and ask. Uh, fill in the blank question, Aaron. Uh, if you're like Mr. Binks, if you were transformed into an Im immortal animal for 300 years, would the animal you would choose to be is a... Uh, oh, I know. That's a great question. You know what you would be? Or you know oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Um, as I watch my dog sleep on the couch, um, I'm going to go with a dog. Yeah, that's the right yeah. answer. I don't what know. do you think? I was thinking I would go, I was going like more literary with it where I would be like a fucking lion and like rise like from wolf. the grave like Aslan and people would be like, oh my God. If you're a lion, let's talk about what your life is like. Every day you have to like, no, you're right. Dog, hunt dog and make enemies. No, dogs the male, just get to like male lion. What he if, doesn't have to hunt the female yeah, lions the no bullshit. he gets to sleep on the rock that's doggies yeah. all the light touches. everybody loves dogs all the light touches is well. even the ugliest dogs you watch these like rescue facebook killed? sites even the ugliest oh. dogs people love them what about one-eyed dog eagle. people love them three-legged dogs people love eagle. them Awesome. Oh my god, just... Jim! So we startled Jim away oh the other day. Eva and I driving down the highway, not even shitting you. This literally happened. There was a bald eagle eating a dead deer, and Eva and I were both like, because <gasps> the bald eagle was about the same size as the deer. It was yeah. enormous. Jim was asleep. We acted as though we were crashing the car. I jumped. <laughs> I, it was like, the, is it Mystery what? Alaska where they do that? Where they, yeah. they spin the car and the guy sleeping? And then, yeah. That's that's what I had. I he had was that like, heart. What attack. is it? I was like, it was a bald eagle. <laughs> and I was like, I hate you. Mm. Next question. Well, Jim, thank you for complimenting my question after you smirched my Richard Greco. He likes Grico all of your questions, Brian. You didn't like my Richard Greco. No, I hate it. It wasn't, it wasn't a question. That was an opportunity here. for you to say the words Richard Greco. That's right. And again, yeah, if you're looking for, if you're looking for any wine bottle art, the, uh, the, Richard Greco wine bottle art.com. The false equivalency of Johnny Depp and Richard Greco is insulting. As much of problems that Johnny Depp is having. Yeah. All right. Favorite question. Here we go, Aaron. What's your favorite 
Halloween candy? Mm. Question we like to uh, ask every year around this time. Um, I mean, I would say anything Reese's, but Reese's yeah. peanut butter cups. Mm-hmm. Goddamn right. Mm. I mm. love a Snickers. Sorry, it wasn't my question. You're such a contrarian. No, that's or a Butterfinger. I also love a Butterfinger. Inferior Reese's is that also an almond joy. An almond joy. I will accept no no further discussion on the question. Almond joy. Almond joy. What do you want to know? Almond joy. Fucking fascist. (laughs) What are we? Are we in North Korea? Also, those those little Bailey's truffles, where it's like Bailey's in the sun. No one gives that out at Halloween. That's like something a ninety-year-old. That's something you stole from your grandmother. What? That's yeah, not a Halloween so... candy. All right, here we go. Deep <laughs> giving out shots for Halloween to yes, kids. To kids. Well, we wrap them in chocolate. <laughs> it's, it's, it all it's bakes fine. off. The alcohol all bakes uh, off. Jesus uh, Christ. Christ. Uh, Aaron, deep thought question. What actual scary movie should we do next year when we go back and do this whole thing again? <laughs> um... Well, I haven't seen A Quiet Place yet, so yeah. I would like to watch that. Have you seen Midsummer? I have not seen Midsummer, but you guys already we can revisit. We will watch it again. So I'll watch it. Um, it's so and... literary. Oh, there was another one, but I just forgot it. Um, the Ring. No, the Ring would be good. No. And you, the, you know what? You mentioned the Lost Boys, and I actually wonder what if that would be. I actually thought that was pretty like creepy slash scary back in I actually the day. I made a list I made I, a list of about a hundred movies we could watch were scary than any of the ones we I remember thinking well, the Lost Boys should have been a lot better than it was I want to watch the Taika movie what are we do in the shadows okay, okay. that's not okay. His, yeah he's in it but yeah I okay. thought he made it he might have I, I think it's his okay all right Moving good, on. Good job. Uh, it's it's time for <laughs> recommendations I can't wait to hear what we have for this week <laughs> I'll go. Uh, lock and Lock and Key season two is out on Netflix. Hmm. You haven't watched the first one, which is actually pretty good. It's uh, based on Joe Hill, uh, Stephen King's son, based on the comic that he writes, which is uh, it's a pretty fun book about a creepy house hmm. in Maine. I think is it Maine? So and they, Maine. Uh, yeah, of course it's Maine. It feels like it would be Maine. And yeah. there's there's like a bunch of keys in this house, and each of these keys has a different like gives you almost like a different superpower. It's kind of fun. Excellent. Aaron? Um, well, I feel like I can't plug only murders in the building for uh, the third week. Since yeah, we absolutely. We can because of your plugs, Aileen and I have started watching it and we absolutely oh, love it. Yeah, we oh, watched good, the good, first. Good. We've watched the first two episodes. So we love uh-huh. it. So good. Very good. good so far. Yeah, that's I mean, I, other than that, I haven't really watched anything in the last since that was over. I feel like there's a little there's a hole in my heart. Oh, so filled by Martin Short and Steve Martin. Or Ted Lasso. Um, watch Father of the Bride. Boy, Kent. Uh, Katie, dare we? Yes, yes, we dare. Katie has two listening recommendations for oh. us this week. Uh, the first is thanks to my husband, Georgia Blue by Jason Isbell in the 400 unit, covering some of the most amazing songs. I like. I made a spectacle of myself because I was listening to this for the first time in Starbucks grading papers and I could not contain myself. I can't tell you the last time I've had that reaction to an album of like, I was, I was alive with the music singing out loud in the middle of the public. Yeah, yeah, it's all, it's all Georgia songs oh God, from bands so in Georgia. Good. Um, it's so good to keep Georgia blue. <laughs> Similarly, uh, Brandy Carlisle in these silent days. Absolutely incredible. Fabulous. So good. Um, my recommendation is our next episode, actually. So I'm spoiling our next episode. Dune. Watch Dune. Ooh. It's on HBO Max. You should go see it in a the theater if you could. Um, I, I have not been able to see it in the theater, but Jim watched it as well. So we'll be talking more about Dune and what went into that. Um, and that's what me and the girls team. are going to go see tomorrow. Yeah, this is Adam's family. Just actually, it gets weird. Actually, <laughs> actually uh, Dune's more appropriate for small children than Hocus, Hocus Pocus. Pocus. True yeah. story. Yeah, actually, it's it, true. Um, and my criterion choice is Jennifer's Body, which we brought up Ooh. earlier. Tim from Pop Addled will hate me for this because he thought the movie was awful. Oh. I was pleasantly surprised 
with the film that I had seen. Uh, I remember Megan Fox, Amanda Seyfried, Adam Brody. It is everything I think we wanted from Nightmare on Elm Street last week that I, Nightmare on Elm Street was not. Yeah. I was very pleasantly surprised with it. Uh, it's not a perfect film by any stretch, but it's about an hour and 40 minutes and it's well worth watching if you haven't seen it before. All right. And that's it. Uh, remember, you can also listen to the four of us on the shit show, our Shits Creek podcast, where you, it might be hard to believe, but the conversations are even more <laughs> out there. We're getting they're, to they're the end tethered, of season they're, two. They're less mm-hmm. tethered to reality than what we do here every no, week. No, Butch is a real fucking man. All right. Oh, well, well, top of the Butch. Head I on over there. What's going on that one? Um, and Aaron, we will have you back maybe next week. <laughs> it might be, might be next week. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll take a, I'll take a week off to read Dune and then watch Dune and then I'll listen in. Yeah, well, um, to be, to be clear, I have, to, to be clear, I've never read Dune. So that is, absolutely it's a, it's, it's about it's a thick one. Thick, so thick. good luck. I don't think it's that big guys. Yeah, well, Jim, yeah, you read large books. Okay. What's, what's four, average like size for you? Pages well, Aaron, here's the thing. If, pages. If, Aaron, if you read the book Please. this week, uh, come back. Uh, Tim from Pop Addle will no be with us. I'm, there's no way I'm reading it, but I will uh, I will still listen in and hear what you guys have to say. Tim and the newly married Keenan. Yeah. His, his first pod appearance since he was, well, I mean, he Keenan's was Keenan's in right? Hawaii. But, yeah. Will they let him back into the country? Bit, he is you know Hawaii's well, part of our country. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Katie just right. said, well, Goodbye, they, Keenan's in Hawaii. Will they let him back into our country? Try to cover that one up for you there, Katie. <laughs> Bye. Bye.